To tell you the truth, I've just had something uh, sugary, so have a wee bit of a sugar rush going on, so get yourself prepared just in case I cut loose. But I'm asking you this question, do you ever spend time thinking or dreaming about what the best business people in your city or your country or in the world, what they have, and then just wish that you had a touch of whatever it is that they have? And then your mind wanders to... To what the differences are. Maybe you don't think about this type of stuff. Maybe maybe it's just me. But I spend time thinking about this. And I know um, uh, comparison is, is the thief of joy and all that. But look, let's be truthful about it all. We, 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 about it. we all do it. And then your mind wanders to, to what the differences are between you and them. And the reasons that they're having more success than you. Now, by the way, just for the record... If you're wasting your time trying to redefine what success looks like to make it fit with your current outcomes like so many of my trolls do, don't bother. I mean, you, you guys, you know what I mean. Um, that the trolls, they dismiss people who are having huge success by sort of virtue signalling um, that successful people don't love their families as much as the troll loves their families, all that sort of shit. So if you're like that, just get the fuck off my podcast if you're trying that sort of shit. Because we all know what success is when we see it. It's a creation of a legacy that's greater than you and from which others will benefit, not just yourself. Or the creation of great intergen- intergenerational wealth or huge sporting or scientific achievement or creation of wonderful artistic works or just the creation of your own tribe of people who you can take on a journey with you. Now, coming up with some shite like money doesn't make you happy. My family is everything. No one ever said on their deathbed that I wish I'd worked harder. If you're thinking anything like that as you listen to this podcast, get the fuck off my podcast now. You're taking up valuable bandwidth listening here and you're wasting your time. Now, the truth is, Dickhead Islands weekly. In fact, I don't even think it is weekly any longer. I think it's only monthly that they do their podcast now because they just couldn't be bothered. Well, their podcast might be more up your street if you go and listen to that instead. Look, good family relations, a happy life is the baseline for all of us. Most people who enjoy their work are happier people because that's where they'll all spend most of their time in reality. So don't be conjuring up some some sort of false equivalence that work time is bad and family time is good. It's all life, folks. It's all life. And this podcast is trying to encourage you to get out, to get out. Pardon me, that flipping sugar rush is just hitting in. To get more out of every single area of your life. And do you know what? That is definitely achievable if you put the work in. Now there are the green-eyed monsters and the haters in society and on social media that on the merest whiff of success... They'll pretend to themselves that the difference between them and those having the success is luck or being in the right place at the right time or the fact that those having success are essentially greedy people, greedy wee bastards and that's why they've had their success or that they're evil or that they did it at the expense of someone else 
or that it was handed to them on a plate. Those are all the sorts of excuses they come up for, they come up with. Now, look, today's podcast episode number one three eight of the Speed Mentor podcast isn't about that specifically. But I just realised when getting ready for today's episode that we hadn't been over this for a long while. And just in case there was any doubt about what type of thing we're trying to target through listening to the podcast, I just wanted to get that on the record in case there are any doubts about why the fuck we're here. We're here to have more fucking success to up our game to be the best we can be and actually achieve more than fucking average. Now, having two BMWs in the driveway is not success, folks. And too many of you think that it is. And you know what? I've just had a, a thought. Like, back in the day, back in the day, a few decades ago, two BMWs in the driveway would have been a success because there was no tick or finance to buy them on. But these days, anyone with a clean credit history or probably even without a clean credit history, can still do two BMWs in the drive. So finance, tick, PCP loans, um, is actually the death in some way of aspiration, because having the perception of success, the keeping up with the Joneses is pretty easy. All it takes is finance, which is available to any mug these days. Anyway, back to today's episode of the Speed Mander podcast with me, your host, your PT, for your PD, Mr. Secret Sauce himself, Gavin Wall, the man trying to recreate or create a new Northern Ireland hashtag new NI. Now today I'll be talking about, and you better be listening about, helping you deal with the highs and lows of business. You pivot away from all that other stuff. And this is what today's episode is actually about. It's about helping you deal with the highs and lows of business. And the reason that this has come to the fore is that I had a couple of incidents recently, one of which actually happened in 2018, which triggered a series of other incidences uh, culminating in an eventual outcome towards the end of 2019. Okay, and I say this is all about the highs and lows of business. Now, I don't want to go into too many specific details of what happened, but essentially, essentially, there are reasons, uh, I can't really talk about them, but essentially in 2018, I was in a meeting when I received an email during that meeting and I was a meeting with one of my senior team and I knew when I received the email, I shouldn't be looking at my emails when I'm in a meeting with somebody like, but leaving that to the side, I knew when I received that email that there was a significant possibility. In fact, could be even likelihood, somebody might argue if you knew all the facts, of a six-figure hit to our business, which would be pretty devastating. Now, when I say six-figure hit, I'm talking about six-figure hit to the bottom line, not the top line, not the sales, six-figure hit to the bottom line when I received that. Now, wind forward 18 months and a lot of hard work later directed towards that bad news that I'd received in 2018. And there was another meeting, bizarrely, which I, when I received an email again, totally eradicating and wiping out that six-figure potential hit to our business. To the bottom line, now I don't want to say too much as I've said about the nature of these two events as they're a bit commercially sensitive and um, but the, the nature of them doesn't really matter for the purposes of this episode. But essentially, just to summarise, I took an email in 2018 identifying a six-figure loss and in 2019 I took an email identifying the original six-figure loss that it would no longer happen. Now one of my fellow board members said to me, 
in 2018 after watching me not bat an eyelid uh, to that potential six-figure loss. Um, they said, how did you receive that email during that meeting uh, without so much as a flicker and continue the meeting as if nothing had happened? And the same person was with me in 2019 again was there witnessing me taking an email about the upside or the downside being erased and said, how did you receive that news without an inkling in the meeting about something else when the business, the wall group, has had amazing news? Now, in that moment, folks, listen up closely to this. In that moment, it was clear to me that there was something which I do, which helps me to survive and thrive and that I want to share with you. Now, I'm not some sort of automaton who doesn't experience emotion, okay? I absolutely love doing business. Uh, I love every aspect of it. But what I know instinctively is that you got to flatten out. you got to flatten out. Now, I don't know if it's some sort of parabolic curve or some sort of like heartbeat chart. You know, if you can imagine your pulse going up and down like that, you got to stay away from either extreme of this stuff on the good and on the bad. Because what you'll find invariably is that those who think they've cracked the Enigma code when they have a small success um, and they party like it's 1999. I know you're probably expecting a song right now. I just want to say that, but I'm not going to indulge you with a wee Prince number there. But they then splash the cash and they get carried away and they think they've arrived. Now, I've seen this happen, for instance, when a startup gets the seed money, you know, they get £250,000 worth of seed money uh, and they get absolutely carried away. And I've seen it happen and they feel that the money in the bank account is their, is their money and that they've actually achieved something absolutely huge when in reality they haven't achieved anything huge. They've, they've achieved a significant moment uh, and 12 months later they'll have to go for another significant moment, etc, etc, etc. And then they waste the whole opportunity um, because they get carried away and their businesses crash. Now, at the same time, I've seen founders who take a hit at the last minute. Maybe their angel investor or venture capital firm lets them down at the last minute. When I say lets them down at the last minute, that's the emotion in the founder's mind. They haven't been let down. The investor has decided not to invest, and that's just part of the journey. That dip or that down or that negative feeling can absolutely finish some people off. So we're just talking about, you know, that startup journey. When you get the investment and you think it's amazing, you think you've cracked it and you think you've had the success, really it's just one stepping stone on your journey and you get too carried away or when you get let down by an investor or you feel you get let down by an investor decides not to invest for their own valid reasons, then it becomes too negative and that can finish you off. Both of these scenarios I've described, uh, the key to deal with them proportionally is to identify what the long-term goal is. So, for instance, if your long-term goal is to get a million-pound turnover or to create a unicorn or to get a headcount in your business of 200 people, then the highs and the lows uh, within your starting point and your long-term goal on, say, a 10-year horizon are just small steps either forward or backward. Now, no single one will determine your ultimate outcome. Each high and low is a learning opportunity. Now, the amazement of that senior member of my team that I barely flickered from a big hit to a big win is maybe best summed up by a couple of lines in the poem If by Rodyard Kipling. That's the poem If. Now, this was a poem 
by Rajard, um, giving him life advice, giving life advice um, to his sons. Now, many of you will be aware of it, but some will not be acquainted with it. So, if I might be, it might be worth a quick recital. Now, maybe a bit less painful than my usual singing. Now, there are um, two lines in particular I'm interested in, but I'm going to recite the whole lot, the whole poem as it's absolutely brilliant and probably sums up much of what I've put out here um, in the last sort of 140 episodes or however many we've done here. So so here it goes. I'm going to recite the whole poem and hope I do it justice. Here we go. Just get my breath. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about. Don't deal in lies, or being hated. Don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream, and not make dreamers your masters. If you can think, and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster, and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, Twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools Or watch the things you gave your life to broken And stoop and build them up with worn out tools If you can make one heap of all your winnings And risk it on the turn of pitch and toss And lose and start again at your beginnings And never breathe a word about your loss If you can force your heart and nerve And sinew to serve your turn long After they are gone And so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, Hold on! If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose a common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, You'll be a man, my son. Isn't that absolutely incredible? It, it may well be the best poem ever written. And when I was reading it there to you folks, all I could think about was all of the episodes were just flashing. I can't actually whistle either. They're all just flashing through my mind, all the episodes we've done. And every single line in that poem, I have one or two episodes about it. Every single one. Go back and listen to that. Absolutely amazing. But there are two lines that I wanted to pick out there um, that are worth really focusing on. And I might come back. In fact, I might come back and do an entire episode on this um, in the future. But for now, the two lines for this episode are if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. So neither a good day nor a bad day will define you. So Don't get on as if they will. Be considered and sensible in your response to failure or tough stuff and humble but stay hungry in your response to the good stuff. Remember, it's all part of the process, folks. These tests are just part of a lifelong process. I suppose another old-fashioned word we'd have used would be perspective. But maybe, but maybe perspective doesn't make for a good Instagram snap or post on Facebook, so we feel obliged to swing from the highs or to the lows to create those moments which simply do not serve us, in my view. Not 
if long-term success, not of legacy creation and making a dent on the world is your goal just like me. Now, some might think I'm an absolute fucking Grinch, but the big breakthrough is never ever the big breakthrough, folks. The big breakthrough is just a gateway to the next fucking challenge. And that's why you gotta get down with enjoying the process or you gotta or you're gonna not last very long on this entrepreneurial journey. Now, on a final point, as I haven't mentioned it for a while, and it's the gratitude for the simple things like the touch of your daughter or son's hand, like that wee squirrel that's in my garden that I've mentioned a few times. It comes in at the very same time every morning, does the same route down the side of the garden, up the same branch of the tree, sits there for a few seconds, never know what the wee fucker's doing, and then retraces its steps out of the back garden and out onto the street. Those little moments of gratitude for simple things are a great leveller in times both of euphoria and despair. So there you have it. You've got plenty to think about today. Why don't you give me your thoughts on social media and tag me in and we'll get a conversation going about how you deal with all of these highs and lows. And while you're at it, why don't you drop me a review too and I'll get you that well-deserved shout-out and thank you for supporting me and for all the things uh, on Walrus Island that we're doing. So whether you meet the imposters of triumph and disaster just the same, it's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.